Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 9 of the APG podcast. As you know, things look a little bit differently right now. That's because there's a few, I guess I'll say, changes going on in the APG studio. And right now, it's going to be a bit different for maybe the next two weeks. Both personally and spaciously. Anyway, as you guys know, I have taken, I think it was a two-week break from the uh, weekly podcast. There was a very good reason um, why that did happen, and I will sort of go into that over over this particular episode. This episode, I'm actually pretty excited because, you know, I did the DVG series, and I know this is episode 9, like, we are so close to episode 10. Like, wow, that's crazy. If I hadn't taken any breaks, I'd, I think I'd be up to episode 15 by now. But, we're on episode 9, and we're about to get into some good stuff. Some really good and wholesome sort of content that I can just share with you guys, because, hey, I miss you guys, and I hope you guys missed me getting into it. Um... You guys probably don't know this, uh, or you do if you know me personally, but I recently just turned 21 years old. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, thank you, thank you, oh, yeah, Mm. number one. (laughs) Um, but, uh, in, in, in saying that, being, um, being 21, uh, I feel the same as I did before, if not just a little bit older. That's that's all it really is. Birthdays aren't a massive um, event for me. They're not a real big, like, hurrah, yeah, birthday, woo, kind of thing. It's more like a, yeah, the birthday. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of how I, I, I carried on about it. Um, however, I did, I did hold a 21st party, um, and that, the fact that that happened itself... Um, that, that was, that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for God. I, I, I truly am saying, I'm not just saying that because, hey, I'm a Christian, eh, it wouldn't have happened without God. No, I, I genuinely mean that. Like, there was, there, oh, wow. As, as someone who has now officially planned a party, I respect parents a lot more in the, in the build up to parties because, boy, parties are a rough plan like it, it is not something that you take lightly it's not something that comes easily you just simply need to understand that it's it's a lot of effort it's a lot of work it's yeah that's that's all i can really say about it, it was stressed out to the max kind of feelings for me like i was so overwhelmed i remember actually i was at work and I'd had a panic attack because of how stressed I was. I was stressed out um, because financially a party is a lot. I was stressed out because being as introverted as I am, big social events are not the easiest things for me. Which might might be a bit hard to believe because, you know, I am doing a podcast and I am out there and I am talking to people... Ultimately, I'm pretty introverted. I'm pretty uh, reserved when it comes to social events. I, I don't normally throw myself out there, but you know, I 
thought to myself, people probably want to spend time with me to celebrate my birthday. And I wasn't planning on having a party. I was originally planning, hey, let's not do a party. Let's just, you know, chill. I, on my actual birthday, I held my party two weeks after my actual birthday. Um, I spent the day playing the PlayStation. I did not go out. I did not speak to people. I simply spent time by myself. And it was great. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And now I know some people might be like, Oh, you know, you shouldn't do that. Shouldn't You shouldn't uh, promote uh, isolation. It wasn't, it wasn't isolation. I wasn't isolating myself. I was simply spending time on my birthday to recuperate. Because, as you guys know, I went to the Gold Coast recently. And that was two days before my actual birthday. So I wanted to rest. And that's what I did. And I'm glad I got that rest. I I, I am seriously glad that I got that rest. Man. Don't know why I've been doing that recently. Um, So to go over what happened in the build up to the party. Um... Yeah, I do not make the most money in the world right now. And I say right now because I know that one day I'm going to be in a place where I know I can see God's hands in my finances. And I've already seen a glimpse of that. But I'm believing that one day... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be not gonna be worried because of the payment thing. And that's not even why I'm doing the podcast, by the way. For those of you who think, oh he's probably doing it to hopefully one day get some money out of it, no. Not really. I, I, I don't wanna get money out of this. I don't want to make money from the podcast. I don't wanna make money from the channel. I do have a Patreon, but the Patreon is just to improve in quality. None of that will actually go into my pocket personally, where it's like, <laughs> I got my own money now. No, honestly, it's to make better content for you guys. So I'm not stuck in front of my phone with my Yeti, you know, on my bed, surrounded by crap. I, I, I want to get to a point where I can create good content and not be trapped with financial fear and worry that's that's what i'm believing for you you don't have to believe with me but if you were to agree i'd absolutely absolutely appreciate that it's completely up to you now i've spent sort of eight minutes on this thing wow what is what is this podcast episode this podcast episode is the first part to a four-part series that i'm that honestly I'm excited for because it's going to be a series that's going to not only speak to you guys but it's also going to speak to me as someone who just went through a lot to get a party organized I know that it's very 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 easy to start worrying about things um I was so worried I started to have a panic attack a day before the party happened you know I hadn't bought anything yet I didn't have the food I didn't have the the like the the water or the soft drink I, I there was no alcohol at the party I, 
You know, I, I was worried people might bring some. I was worried people might not come. I was, I was socially anxious. I was awkward. I was scared that it just wasn't going to happen. And the way I deal with anxiety is I take control of a situation. Which some people might be like, yeah, that's a real good thing. And yes, but no, at the same time, I'm supposed to be living a life of faith. So if I'm taking control of a situation, that's not that's not faith. Because if I take control, then I know. I know what's going to happen because I've made it happen. But when it comes to letting go and not focusing on your fear, then you step into faith and you start to see amazing things happen. Why am I, why am I talking about this whole faith thing? Uh, Michael Todd, if you don't know who that is, Michael Todd is the pastor of Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Um, and his, his, his church is just seeing fruit after fruit after fruit after fruit after fruit. They are seeing so many amazing things happen because they are a faithful church. And I was like, hey, I, I need faith. I need to stop focusing on my fear and I just need to start focusing on what the word of God says. So I said, I'm going to have faith. So what did I do? I calmed myself down a little bit. I started to breathe, I started to breathe. And then I searched up and I just listened to his crazy faith uh, sermon. And it, it, it set something in me. Like, like I could just feel in the spirit, like, why are you worrying? What are you worrying about? I've already provided. You just need to obey. And that's what I did. I just, I, I got my mindset off of worry and I started to think about word. You know, the word of God, it's powerful. When you, you use your words to change situations. So the word of God changed my situation because instead of focusing on fear and on doubt and on my anxiety and on maybe I might be able to do it and on maybe this will work and on maybe people will have a good time and maybe I'll have enough food, um, I, I started to focus on, no, I am a child of God in which every promise is yes and amen. So when I started to believe that and started to live in that and started to work that in faith, I started to see things change. I'll tell you how things changed. I started the party planning thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have it at my house. And then I saw the invite list and I had over 140 people that I invited that I personally wanted there. Not 140 people showed up. That would be absolutely crazy. But I originally invited 140 people. Out of that list, I think maybe 40 people turned up, which is, which is still big for me. Which is still big. It's still a big thing for me. And then came the issue of, okay, I've got a lot of people coming. I probably won't be able to have it at my house. Now I'm going to go have to hire a hall. And I did. I paid the bond for a hall. And I had the hire fee ready. But a bill came out just on the day that they said they were going to take the money out. And I was like, ah, come on. Because I, uh, now I didn't have the money for the hire fee. So I was like, all right, all right, all right. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Cool. So I started praying about it and then I, I said, okay, I'm going to cancel it. I'm just going to trust God. I'm going to cancel the haul and I'm going to have it at home. And I did that. And then came the whole stress because our backyard was messy. Um, there's a lot of accumulated rubbish that, you know, we, we've got organized for a uh, council cleanup. But 
there, there's a lot there. And I was like, oh crap. Now I've got to deal with all this mess at home physically. And I've also got to worry about the finances for the party, for the food, for the drinks, for the people, for the for the everything. I, I, I didn't have chairs. I didn't have food. I didn't have drinks. I didn't have a sound system. I didn't have all of this stuff. I just had mess that I needed to clean. So I was like, all right, whatever, I'm going to do it. So I moved a bunch of stuff. I asked a friend to come out and help me. He was here for maybe 15 minutes, helped me move two things. I said, thanks, man. And he and he went off. And then he came back for the actual party. And then earlier in the week, he also took me to the shops to get the food. Uh, well, most of the food, but he couldn't get it in the, in the one shop. But he still did that, and I realized I'm not alone in this. I'm not alone in my worry. I'm not alone in my doubt. And the same thing applies to you. Wherever you are, whatever you're going through, you are not alone in your doubt. You are not alone in your worry. People all over are fearing and are worried and are scared and are just so concerned that they might not have enough. They might not have what it takes to get through whatever it is they're trying to get through. And I'm here to tell you that you have enough and you are enough. So when Yang showed up to help me, I was so happy because I got that stuff out of the way. So now the backyard was cleaned up technically. There was still a lawn that needed to be burned. So what happened? Caught up my mum's friend. She bought over the lawnmower. We started to um, whippersnip everything down. Now, we had weeds up to about here on me. Mind you, I'm about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, so these are pretty tall weeds. And some of them had thorns on them and stuff, so we couldn't actually pull them out. So, you know, we whippersnip it all down. Mind you, this whippersnipper is roughly 9 years old. It's a very old whippersnipper. So, I'm surprised it got everything done. But then it just died. Like literally, we plug it in now. We start. We try to. We press the trigger to keep it going, and it starts to smoke. That's not a joke. That is literal. Whippersnip is dead. <laughs> so, what what happens then? What 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 did we do then? Well, I'm like, okay. Well, I can at least now mow the lawns to get it all done. I want to need to do a little bit of day of what five days before the party. This was. Five days before people were coming. And I was like, alright, I'll do a little bit of the each lawn each day to try and get it done on time. Well, thing is, that didn't I didn't have to worry about that because I came back home the next day and the lawns were done. Turns out my younger brother decided to help me out and I was so thankful for that. You know, I, it was a stress off of my back. And I, I, I don't know if my mum told him to do it. I don't know if he just said, hey, I'm going to do it to help out. I don't even know, but all I know is that it came at the right time. The time when I needed it to come, it came. So now the lawns are done. But now I've got to worry about the finances of this certain thing. I, I won't go into detail because this is my own, uh, my family's personal business, but there was a financial situation that is still currently going on, but recently just happened in my family. And not only did I need to cover the, the, the rent, um, I also needed to cover the food and my own transport and all that stuff. I didn't put money on my Opal card and I, we couldn't do the weekly shop because we had to buy the food for the party, which was extra stressful because now we don't have enough money for the food for the party. But then I realized I've got people who love me, who have 
are bringing in food. People from church. I've got to tell you, if you don't get along with your biological family and you go to a church where people love you, it, it, it's not the same. But what it is, is knowing that you are loved anyway. You know, every family, every every biological family has issues, has problems, has has things that goes on. But you've also got to know that you're still loved anyway. Now, people showed up to help. People bought food. People started to come in. And I realized this. There was so much food that 40 people came, right? 40 people came. And it was approximately five days before we all got paid again and we could do the shopping. Right? So we needed five days worth of food after. Guess what? We had more than enough food to last those five days and more after the party. We started off not even knowing if we were going to have enough food to even hold the party. Started off with not even knowing if we are going to have enough money to pay for everything. Started off worried that people wouldn't even come. 40 people came. There was enough food to last the week until we got paid again. I... People started giving towards the party as well. I, 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 need to, I need to say this as a big... I've already said it so many times to her. But, um... Uh, Cheryl, if you are watching this, thank you so much. You have given so much towards it. And it was an awesome night. And it wouldn't have been that way if you hadn't been so generous and so faithful to God. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to everybody else who put towards the food, who put towards everything. Honestly, you guys are amazing. And I love you all. Every single one of you. Even if we didn't go through the food. Even if you still helped me and my family. And I am so grateful for what you have done. To everyone who showed up, thank you, thank you, thank you. Really, I, I, I mean it. It's amazing. Now, why am I sharing all of this stuff? I was, I was genuinely worried. And in our lives, we get genuinely worried about situations that... In the end, don't might not even matter. Or we get worried about things that really do matter. But what I what I realized in all of this is when you have faith. So faith is not knowing, but trusting anyway. It's evidence of things hoped for. Yeah, it's the substance of it's the substance of things hoped for. The, oh, I forgot what verse it was. It's in Hebrews. But it took faith to hold this party and it happened. And I'm so thankful that it did. We serve a faithful God. We serve a God who loves us. We serve a God who loves me and who loves you. And you might be going through a situation. You know, I've just, I've just remembered. I, you know, I was going to, I was going to go down um, I, I, I won't go into detail yet because this isn't my, my testimony to tell, but I, I, I need to give a shout out because there are some, there are people I know out there who are struggling with, with either family members who have cancer or maybe they've got cancer or, 
you know, maybe you know someone who's got cancer. I, I need to tell you this story. I won't go into the names and I won't go into all the details, but I just need to tell you that there was someone in our church who the doctors did all the tests and confirmed they have cancer. And then, you know, I invited them to come along to the party and they messaged me and they're just like, I don't know if we're going to be able to make it. You know, we're going in for the tests and we'll see how things are and we'll let you know. And they didn't message back after a couple of days and I was like, okay, I hope everything's okay. You know, I'm praying and 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 I'm building up faith and I'm praying and I'm building up faith and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm not the only one praying okay I don't want to take I don't want to take any um sort of credit for this I I I just want to share this because it it hit my life and I know it will hit other people okay when you pray and when you get into corporate prayer and agreement Things happen. It is powerful when you get into agreement with what people are praying for and you and you pray with them. Because that report, the doctor said, yeah, you've got cancer. When he went in for the, uh, the internal examination, all the doctors could find was a little bit of uh, internal, uh, internal bleeding, but no cancer. The cancer was completely gone. And this is what I'm saying. It is faith. You need to have faith. Stop worrying about the things that you can't control. Give it up to God. It says, I'm pretty sure the verse is Psalms 55, 22. If, it, if it's not the exact verse, please correct me. But it is give up your burdens to the Lord. For he will not allow the righteous to be moved. Give up what you are worrying to God and God will take care of it. That's where faith comes in. I tried to take control of the party because I was anxious about how it would turn up. And it wasn't until I gave up control, until I gave up trying to control how everything went, that I realized that God's doing something great. God is revealing to me that I just need a little bit of faith in order to do what I was so worried about. I am so grateful for the people who gave towards it. And I, and I, I'm grateful that there's that I, have, I serve a loving God. And I'm, I'm so amazed at the faithfulness of God for, for my, for, for family who got such a horrible report. And now they are completely set free. This is the faith that I'm talking about. And maybe you are going through a situation right now. Maybe you are worried about something. Maybe you're anxious. Maybe you're depressed. Maybe you can't can't go on anymore handling all this pressure. Just know that it is through faith that you will see mountains move. And guess what? It's not big, bam, bang faith. It is the tiniest mustard seed of faith that you will see mountains move. It is the tiniest, 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 tiniest little bit of faith that will see mountains move. And whatever situation you're in right now, I just thank God that 
that mountain is going to move. Whether you're in financial crisis, whether you're going through sickness, whether you're depressed, whether you're anxious, whether you're you know, going through bipolar disorder, whether you're going through all these different things, I'm thanking God that those mountains are going to move right now in Jesus' name. And whatever you are going through, I want you to receive that. I want you to take it in. Because it is just a little bit of faith that can completely turn your life around. It can turn everything around. It turned my anxiety into faith. It turned my fear into faith. It turned my worry into word consciousness. Knowing that the word of God and the promises within are yes and amen. Meaning it will be done. So when... The Bible says, I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. That when the enemy comes at me one way, he will flee seven ways because of he who is with me. That I know and I know and I know and I know that nothing can stop me. Nothing can stop you when you have a little bit of faith that God is going to take you and mold you and build you and strengthen you and make you everything that he has planned for you to be in your life. I don't know who this is speaking to right now. I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but you are loved. You are loved no matter what they have said, no matter what your family has said, no matter what your friends have said, no matter what church has said, no matter what people at work have said, you are loved. There is a plan and a purpose for your life. You are called for greater things. You are called to speak to people. You are called to lead people. You are called to build up from what has been broken down. There are so many of us caught behind this wall that we think is so unbreakable that it's invincible. But when we step into faith, that wall's actually just like those Japanese paper walls. We can step right through and it's already, and it's irreparable. Just know that you are loved, that you are powerful, and that you are called for greater than you can ever imagine. In Jesus' name. God bless, guys.